Praise Lord Jesus. We're grateful for this place that you've given us, Lord. Uh, Father, we ask that you just continue to bless our jobs, Lord, and our lives, Lord, and give us wisdom and strength and everything that we do, Lord, and that we can honor you and, and just multiply these tithes and these offerings, Lord, and continue to bless uh, those that give, Father. And, and Lord, we ask that you just open up our eyes, Lord, to not uh, rob ourselves, Lord, from your promises, your blessings, Lord, and just that we just continue to be guided uh, by your precious word, Father, uh, and everything, Father. We ask that you, uh, you bless the remainder of the service, Lord, and the word that's been prepared, Lord, that we may be able to receive it and honor it, Lord, with the attentiveness of our hearts. We ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. God bless everyone. Y'all may be seated, brothers and sisters. God bless the group. Praise the Lord. God is good, amen? As mentioned before, uh, you know, um, feels good to start to feel good, huh? Feels good to start to feel good. And praise God for uh, his grace and his mercy and his love for us. Uh, as I mentioned before, let's continue to pray for those that are still in need of um, God's healing hand uh, through, through everything, not only uh, these flus and COVIDs and all this stuff, but everything else that's, uh, um, that's around us. Um, uh, not only uh, sicknesses that are physical, but spiritual sicknesses too. Those are the ones that are the most dangerous ones during this time. Uh, when doubt comes over and uh, depression comes into our lives and and just not recognizing things that how good God is and how faithful he is. It's sad. I mean, it's sad when, when those things come into our lives, when, you know, there's people that would look at your life and be like, I, I would dream to have that. And yet we're not satisfied. There's something that doesn't balance itself there. And that's a, that's a spirit that, um, we must turn over to God so God can take control of it. And uh, it's a spirit that um, can come over, uh, can come over a church very easily. Uh, and we must pray to God for wisdom in these things because uh, we're not victims anymore. We're victorious in Christ. And that's what we got to believe is that we're not victims anymore. I don't want to be a victim anymore. I want to be victorious in Christ and everything. Amen. God bless the classes. Uh, this uh, evening. Amen. God bless y'all and the teachers that are teaching them, um, that they may uh, continue to, we're excited about the play that they got going on. The, is it a musical? Is it a something that, you know, uh, whatever God's got in store for them, that God continues to, to help them and bless them. Amen. Praise God. Uh, today's um, title of today's message is uh, Before Me, After Me. Uh, el título del mensaje este noche, hermanos, Dios bendiga a todos que están escuchando, todos que están aquí. Um, estaba diciendo que qué bueno es sentirte mejor uh, cuando estás uh, peleando contra uh, diferentes cosas uh, de tu salud, pero cuando, cuando comienzas a sentirte mejor, qué, qué bonita cosa es. Uh, y, y, y todavía está, está bien difícil, ¿no? Yo, yo, yo perdí muchas libras. ¿Se, se notan, Margie? ¿Se nota? Sí, yo sé. Um, 
perdí libras porque estaba nomás ahí sudando y, y pero gracias a Dios yo sé si, si ellos uh, hayan esto todos van a querer tener COVID van, lo van a poner se van a poner para perder como lo hacen en California hacen eso ganan cosas para ponerse malos para que puedan perder libras es locura cuando oyes cosas así que están se ponen algo aquí en su estómago para que no se sienten el, para comer, que se ponen malos, que tienen mal sabor. Es locura, pero ¿lo hacen por qué? Porque quieren perder libras. It's crazy, brothers and sisters, you know, um, during times like this, you'll start to lose weight, you'll start to lose all this stuff, and, you know, somebody's going to start figuring out, like, this is a good opportunity for us to, you know, we get sick, we can lose weight. So they'll start to bottle it, and a bunch of people from California will start to buy it. Uh, because uh, I've heard that that's a common thing, that they'll get these little things to lose their taste so they won't eat and get, get little bacterias that are controllable so they won't so they'll sweat and lose weight. It's crazy. I've seen some of these things before, and it's, I guess they consider it the California diet. Um, but praise God. I'm grateful for, for God's mercy and his grace and his love for us. Amen. Uh, as I mentioned before, the title for uh, today is Before Me and After Me. Um, uh, if you, if you just hear that title there and you can kind of break it down for a second is that before you, there was things in, in life, right? There was, you know, your, your parents and their parents and their parents, um, after you, there will be things after your life too, your children's children, children, right? Um, but there's a, a very impactful moment, which is the moment of now, which is me at this moment. And what, how I control that? Do I control um, these, uh, uh, this tug of war that I'm in the middle of? And I think it's critical for us to uh, come to, to God for wisdom in these moments, to try to understand where we're at in this and how important the, the me is at this moment of change, of purification, of uh, realization of things that um, we must grow in and, and continue to get stronger in. Uh, I've mentioned this before. I, don't, I believe there's not a parent here that wouldn't want their kids to be better than they are. You know, uh, I, I believe that. I believe that there's, every parent here wants their kids to be better than they were. They want them to be smart, smarter than they were, more successful than they were. You know, I, and, and, and if we're not... Um, uh, uh, vocalizing that enough or, or um, uh, instilling that in our kids enough, um, uh, speaking it into their lives, then we must start doing that. You know, sometimes we're, sometimes we'll, uh, we're the deterrence. And it's not because we don't have a desire for it, because like I said, I don't think that there's a parent here that wouldn't want that, but there's sometimes parents here that aren't doing that. And we must do that. We must speak life into our, our children. Uh, and, and, and know that God can do tremendous things in their lives. Um, I, I think a lot about uh, the sacrifices that were made before me um, all, all the way past my grandparents and, and things that they did, uh, working hard and just doing stuff that uh, was common at the time. Everybody would do this, but um, it was to expect something better one day. Uh, and then you get into the spiritual things, and when that got uh, in, into play, that changed everything. That transformed everything. I was a different type of success that was there. 
that was life success of peace. I mean, you could have all the money in the world, but not have peace. You could have all the things that you want and just have an unlimited, but still be void of something. But when that peace comes into your life and when Christ comes into your life, there's something that is special in that. There's something that is amazing in that. And, and I'm grateful for that, for those uh, before me uh, that started instilling that. But the responsibility I have currently in my current state is to continue that legacy, continue pushing that forward. Hermanos, yo pienso muchas veces que uh, las personas antes de, de, de yo, uh, antes de, ¿cómo se dice? For me. Antes de yo. Antes que yo. Las personas antes que, que yo um, trabajaron mucho y con el intento que, que esperaban algo uh, mejor para su familia. Mis abuelos, abuelos y sus padres, uh, ellos estaban pensando siempre qué, qué podían hacer y trabajaron duro y, y yo, yo he oído historias y, y sí, sí tenían vicios, sí tenían cosas que estaban feas en sus vidas, pero no sabían. No tenían entendimiento como esperaban un día. Y yo doy gracias a Dios que un día el Señor llegó uh, en, 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 la, en la parte de mi papá y le habló y, y que se, se so, sometió. Sometió a su voz. Y su, su vida cambió. Eso es algo grande, hermanos. Y, y para ustedes también. ¿Por qué? Porque para él, antes de él, su, él estaba viendo que uh, muchas, uh, uh, muchas, how do you say curses, mal, mal, no, no, maliciones, right? Mal, maldija, maldición en sus vidas y vicios y todo eso. Y, y estaba viendo puro, puro uh, cosa que estaba contra Uh, la vida y, y el vicio, el vicio, el, el, el dolor del corazón y, y el, el, el lucha contra uh, el espíritu. Y el día que entró Jesús en su vida y uh, abrió sus, su mente para ver que hay algo más que esto que estás viendo. You know, brothers and sisters, I, I think about, you know, it's always a before me and an after me. Even for my father, it was a before him and an after him. And, and it will continue to be that. But it's up to us in, in, in how we decide what the after is going to be like. What, what we are, are we doing to plant that seed around us and for people that we know that will continue on after us? We can't just, just, you know, just say, ah, you know, good luck for them, or, or hopefully they figure it out, or I got too much work in myself. No, our approach has got to be in ourselves to be able to be an example in leading out and leading into the future. And I think that that's critical in our, in our lives. And we got to come here with that purpose, to live a life as an example. And, and it's work. It is work. It is, it is a job. It is job. But, but it's, so, it's so critical. It's critical. It's critical for us to live this life that honors God. Amen? And if we turn to uh, Isaiah... 4029. Praise the Lord. I think I'm going to pull out this light over here. 
Isaiah 40, 29. Amen. Praise God. Let's see if it's not even charged, is it? Amen. No worries. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. We serve a God, brothers and sisters, that once we acknowledge him as being the giver of strength, strength comes from him. But the moment that we start to rely on our own strengths, the moment we start to rely on ourselves instead of him, is the problem. This is where we start to doubt because we get confused. We start to say, well, I thought God was for me. I thought God was with me. But we're not realizing that we are giving it to him for him to give us his strength. We're still relying on our own strengths and trying to do things ourselves. And this is where the, the, the grit is in life because we think that we can do it. We think we could do it on our own. We think we could do it without communicating sometimes. Sometimes we don't reach out and we don't say, hey, I'm struggling with something. I'm going through something. We don't honor God in those things, and, and we think we can do it. We think that we have enough strength, and we're slowly decaying, slowly dying. As I mentioned before, there's marriages that, that die. Why? Because they don't ever reach out for help. The church's responsibility is to be there for help, but it's not there to be policing the help and saying, hey, do you need therapy? Hey, do you need therapy? Hey, do you need therapy? No, it's for people to say, hey, can, can we have a, can we get together, brother? Can we talk about a couple of things? So we get it confused. You know, I, I'm grateful for the opportunity that I had for, for many years to be involved with the youth. And I remember having discussions with my father, and one of my biggest frustrations was I could see a child that had a desire for the things of God but didn't have the support at home. What does that mean? Well, working, 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 working with the, with the child, and then they would go to prom. They'd go, you know, do things that were totally against what we were talking about. And so I started being getting very, very discouraged. And I remember pastor telling me one time, I was like, look, all you can do is just, is just preach it. And if, if, if it's not going to be a, a thing where the family embraces it and is engaged with it, then that's all you could do. You got to let God do the rest. But it's the truth. There's struggles at times, brothers and sisters, that we're not snapping to things. We're not discerning things. We're not opening up our minds to things and letting God give us the strength of discernment to see stuff. And it's difficult because we think we can do it until we can't do it, until we have lost it all. Help us, God, in these things. Because it's courage. It takes courage to say no. It takes courage to say, you know, we're not going to do things this way. We're going to do it this way, okay? 
You might not understand right now, but one day you will, and you'll appreciate it. If we turn to 1 Peter 5.10. But the God of all grace who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. I've always liked this verse because of the last words there. He will settle us. What does that mean? It means that during this process of him working with us and breaking us and molding us and shaping us, that we will settle down. Because sometimes we're very wild in how we approach things and in our thought processes. The struggle we have is that we are serving a spiritual God in a fleshly form of ourselves and the world that influences us all around us with emotions and, 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 and fears and, and things that come over us that it's hard for us to sometimes contain ourselves or, or really be settled. But we got to trust that the God of grace is going to do this. I mean, you think about it, just look back in your life where you got news in something and, and fear came over your life or, or thoughts came over your life that were uncontrollable, whatever it was. Hay veces, hermanos, que en nuestras vidas vienen noticias, vienen cosas que cambian como vamos a pensar o vamos a creer o, o, o cómo vamos a ver a Dios. ¿Por qué? Porque, ¿qué está pasando aquí? ¿Por qué todas esas cosas? ¿Por qué esto? Oí esto, oí esto. Y comenzamos a creer eso más que confiando en Dios. Y eso es difícil, hermanos. Es ese uh, mecenario del enemigo para quitarnos la vista de Dios. You know, brothers and sisters, when uh, we're influenced and, 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 we're, we're, and we're pulled in all these different directions and we stop seeing Christ for who Christ is. And we start seeing Christ through the lenses of everything we've been influenced in. That's not the way it works. This is where we start relying on our own wisdom and our own thoughts instead of what God can direct us and settle us. And when he settles us and when he uh, 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 puts the yoke on us and we say, God, we trust in you. You're going to get us through things. It's always been you, God. It's always been you, God. It's always been you that's been ahead of me, before me, Father. It's always been you. And it's going to be you still. I like the way this version says right here, and after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace who has called you into his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. I want him to establish me because he knows how I must be established. Amen. Si voltamos, hermanos, para Santiago 5, 14, if we turn to James 5, 14, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. 
and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Verse 15. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven to him. Now, brothers and sisters, this is all part of the communication process and trusting in God and trusting in his word and not trusting in ourselves, not trusting that we could get through this ourselves, that we could do it ourselves. This is believing that the word of God is true in what it says. The word of God commands something here. If something's going on here for, for us to do this and to trust that God is going to heal the sick. And it's powerful when we communicate and we talk and we ask for help. But it's a terrible thing when we find ourselves muted. And sometimes it's not because we even feel we can do it. It's just sometimes that we're ashamed or, or embarrassed to ask for help. Should we be ashamed or embarrassed to ask for help? Never. Never. It's the one thing that God cannot resist is a contrite heart. A humble heart. As I said there, and if there's sin that was, was causing it, if it was sin that was there, and, and, and your, the action of pleading or reaching out, then forgiveness can be there. I want forgiveness in my life. Every single day I want forgiveness in my life. Because every single day there's probably something that I do to offend, something I do to, to distance myself from God that I need to get closer to him with his forgiveness. How can I get closer to God if I think that I don't do nothing wrong? I realize that I do things wrong and for me to get closer is to, is to humble myself before him and, and say, God, strengthen me in these things that I need strength in, that only you can give me, God. Only you can give me this strength and this knowledge. Hermanos, es importante que en estos... Versículos aquí que dice que si alguien está enfermo, uh, que, que llaman a los ancianos en la iglesia. Pero es un ejemplo de, de creer la palabra de Dios. Porque a veces, hermanos, no hacemos esas cosas, no estamos hablando ni, ni comunicamos. Hicimos nada. Hay personas, hermanos, que están en la lista de oraciones nomás para ver. Yo lo digo. Ouch. No están diciendo nada. A veces dicen un amén, a veces dicen que van a orar, pero no, nunca pidan oración, nunca dicen, dicen nada. Nomás son de puro vista. Ouch. Estoy hablando de, de, es importante, hermanos, la comunicación, el pidiendo de la oración. Que Dios honra eso. You know, brothers and sisters, there's, there's, you know, I know there's communication, I know there's a prayer list, but there's some people that won't ever respond in a prayer list or ask for, and they're on the prayer list. And, and when I sent the request out that I do all the time, is like, you want to be on the prayer list? Yes. Why? So you could just watch? You got to be involved. You got to ask for prayer. 
But what happens? Something, got, something grabs our tongue. Something grabs our, and it shouldn't. Because you're part of it. You're a part of this church. You're a part of it. It needs you. We need each other to get through these difficult times. Amen? Because God has love for us, brothers and sisters, and there's, God's just looking for a, a, a voice uh, of encouragement, a voice of prayer, a voice of saying, I'm thinking about you. I'm you know, praying for you. It goes a long way. It goes a long way. Amen? We must trust in God in these things. Jeremiah 30, 17. Jeremiah 30, 17. Mas yo haré venir sanidad para ti y te sanaré de tus heridas, dice Jehová, porque arrojada de te llamaron. Diciendo, esta es Sion, a la que nadie busca. Listen to this. For I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord, because they called thee an outcast, saying, this is Zion, whom no man seeketh after. Listen to that, brothers and sisters. It doesn't matter what this world has described you or has thought of you as. God says that he's going to shame the world for how they thought about you and show you that he's with you. Show them that he's with you. There's some of us, brothers and sisters, that there's a lot of sacrifice that was given, a lot of criticisms that came from families, a lot of things that happened that to try to discourage our faith. This verse right here has been a reality in our lives. Um, you know, the mockery or, or, as it said here, outcast. But yet, God is with us. Yet God has the final say in our lives. It's God that will lift us up. It's God that's going to give us the strength. And that's powerful. There's something amazing about that. Qué bonito, hermanos, que tenemos un Dios que podemos tener familias que hablen malo de nosotros, amigos que hablen malo de nosotros, trabajadores que hablan malo de nosotros. Dice aquí, dice aquí Jehová que iba a pasar, pero ¿qué? Que Él está con nosotros. Él está con nosotros para levantarnos. Para, en, en, how do you say, to shame, how to embolsar, en, 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 how do you, en, that's a tough one, isn't it? En, en, a nuestros enemigos. Something powerful, brothers and sisters, when, when we have people right now, and, and, and I, I've always thought of this. I, don't, I, I sleep pretty good. I, I, I usually don't have a problem sleeping. I could go to sleep right now if I just close my eyes. Watch. I, I, I have no problem going to sleep. There's people that have problems, and I'm sorry if you have problems going to sleep. I don't have problems going to sleep at all. 
I can sleep. But I can even sleep even more in my conscience. No, I don't care if somebody's planning something against me because I know God is there unraveling it. I know when somebody's creating a noose, God's saying, hey, it's not going to be for him. It's the trust we have in God, knowing that God is going to be before us always, brothers and sisters, and the love he has for us, the love he has for us, that he's gotten us to hear. He's gotten us to hear. In the chaos of everything around us and how the world is, he's gotten us to hear with his love. Hermanos, yo no tengo problemas dormiéndome en la noche. Yo me puedo dormir ahorita, hermanos. Si me pongo mi cabeza, yo me levantan en 20 minutos. Pero más no tengo problemas sabiendo que Dios está tratando con mis enemigos ahorita. Pero a veces, hermanos, hay personas que están this, this, how do you say, desperate or this, in despair, this, desperado en sus vidas. Tienen cosas que nomás no, no dejan. Y eso está triste, hermanos. Necesitas preguntar, ¿por qué? ¿Qué, qué está pasando? ¿Estás comiendo mucho uh, uh, cake antes que duermes? ¿O estás... ¿Estás comiendo mucho keiki antes que duermes? ¿Keiki de los ojos? Oh, I couldn't sleep last night. I had coffee. I shouldn't have had coffee. Somebody says, right? But now there's people that are like just watching and, and that's keeping their mind going. I mean, you, everybody's experienced it here. You had a dream after watching a movie. Right? Or, or, or getting news, like, oh, I dreamt about it. Why? Because subconsciously you're still thinking about what was there throughout your day. And so we've got to be wiser and understand that God, God's in control of all things. If he's going to work on us right now, you see, the, the problem is this, like I mentioned the tug of war before, right? So before me is pooling. After me is pulling. And if I can't recognize the importance of me getting stronger in God at this moment, I can never be good for those that are coming after me. I can never guide them in a good direction. If I'm so influenced what was before me and all the things that happened in my life and, and things that I lacked and, and things that I was short in and, and all this stuff, then I'm not good for me right now. Because I'm being too pulled what was before me. If I'm too focused on what's after me and, and it's just burying me, I'm no good for the what's after me. Because I need to be focused on me getting stronger to, for the things of God. It's different when I'm not being pulled under the water, but I'm able to help and pull somebody to shore. This is where we got to start realizing. I, 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 love, I love the example of Jonah. I, you know, I, 
I, I, I'm amazed with it. You have two. You have two different examples, right? You have, you know, Jesus when he gets up and says, "Peace be still." And then you have Jonah asleep. They both were asleep, right? But Jonah was asleep. Why was he asleep? As an example of this guy was sinning, and he wasn't recognizing that this ship was uh, being damaged and going through all the things that it was going through because of his sin, right? These guys are looking at how can this guy be asleep when we're we're freaking out here because we're about to we're throwing stuff over, we're doing all these different things and. You know, this guy's got to wake up. And but the thing that I loved about the story of Jonah is that this, it's very relatable to families. So look, look at this example right here. So Jonah figures out that it's him, that this is all happening, right? He tells them. And instead of him just having enough courage to jump off the boat, he tells them to throw him off the boat. That's what happens in families. Is that they recognize that it's them, but they don't have the courage to fix it. And then a, a family ends up having to throw everything else off the ship. Everything in their lives, they're, sh- they're struggling all because somebody is paralyzed and how to fix it. That's the saddest thing. But that moment that we can see this example right here and, and realize that we're not doing any good by enabling somebody in these things, but encouraging them to be the ones to fix it, that's when God's going to show up. I always remember, you know, Pastor, when he tells a story about when uh, uh, a child called brother from jail and said, I need you to come and get me out. And he goes, pray to God. I can't. I can't go get you. I need you to come and get me. No, pray to God. He goes, what's he going to do? told this brother that that's the extent that that person had gotten to, that he had became that person's God. There's something powerful in that, brothers and sisters. Can we have courage? Do we have enough courage to, to help that what's after us with showing that tough love? We keep on reading right here in, Exodus 23:25. Seguimos leyendo aquí, hermanos. Mas a Jehová vuestro Dios serviréis, y él bendecirá tu pan y tus aguas, y yo quitaré toda enfermedad de en medio de ti. And ye shall serve the Lord your God. And he shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. My brothers and sisters, there's something powerful in these moments that we can't. As we go through things, as information comes to us in our lives, we can't lose our faith and our hope that God is with us. 
And even though, even though we burn, and even though we get touched by something, God is with us. And even though it's going to hurt, and even though it's going to, it's going to be the valley of the shadow of death, he's going to be with us. Do we trust that? Do we believe that? Do we understand that God is with us? You see, sometimes we don't because we're not focused on me. We're influenced what was before us and what was after us. And we're being pulled in those directions. But the moment that we start to trust in him and we start to center ourselves at our current state, the influences don't happen for what was before us. The influences don't happen what's coming after us. The influence is happening right now at the state that we're at. How do I get stronger? How do I get closer to God? Why? So that, com- that comes after me will be blessed. But if I'm constantly just focused on what's after me, I'm not getting closer to God. I'm burying myself. I'm weighting myself down. God, what do I need to do to honor you? God, what do I need to do to focus on you more, Jesus, and less on me? Put you above all things. Matthew 19, 26. Y mirando los Jesús les dijo, para con los hombres imposible es esto, mas para con Dios todo es Possible. But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. You know, brothers and sisters, those words, those words can fit into a lot of things in our lives. A lot of things that are going on in our lives. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what is said. You, can we get to that point where it will not matter if somebody comes up to you and gives you bad news? Can we have that type of faith, that crazy type of faith that somebody comes up to you and tells you the words? I've, Brother Renee has given some great examples where it's like, oh, it's hopeless for you. Okay. Nice try. This will be the fifth time now somebody said that. You've experienced God too much to be like, okay, it's just another man. Man, when God, when you have the confidence and you have the trust that God is there with you and God's going to be there with you, there's something powerful about that. But what happens? What happens? The influences. The influences. The influences. I remember, you know, I... I don't know. I think, Lorenzo, you were probably in the youth at the time. Um, I don't know if you remember when the youth uh, uh, kind of like fasted from TV and, and all that stuff. There was a time that everybody was picking stuff. Some fasted from their phone or whatever it was, you know, just to have that experience, that feel. And then they would talk about it. they talk about, you know, how, how it felt not to. It was things that they, it was things that were like big for them. 
You know, if it was video games, it went simple things, you know, for, for them. But it was massive for them, right? Because they would always be talking about video games. They're like, you know what? I'm not going to play for a week. And then they would talk about how it felt. There's sometimes that we've got to, as adults, we've got to make that conscious decision saying, I've got to stop, you know, I've got to put away some things in my life. Are you bored? Is that why? Well, you know, read something. You know, get influenced by God in something. You know, you have your daily, you know, uh, inspirational verses. What happens is that, no, it's just that we live in a society where it's trying to feed our minds, our thoughts, influence. How crazy is that, brothers and sisters, that there are people out there that are think that think that you're such a sheep that they'll control how you're going to think. They've done experiments in countries where they've started wars because they posted things. It's known facts. I'm not saying anything that's not that they've they haven't shown to influence people to make them feel something was happening. That's crazy to know that. So don't think that you're so strong and and confident and all this stuff that you're not going to get pulled into that. Our best thing is to make sure we have the word in our lives and that's what's what's filtering everything. I I want the word to be what's my filter, what's my guide, amen? We we cannot go wrong with that. If we turn to Psalms 107.20, Envío su palabra curólos y libróles de su ruña ¿Es de ruña? Reina. He sent his word listen to this and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Woo! That's God right there, brothers and sisters. Sometimes that we are in that point of where, you know, destruction's right around the corner and his word comes. His word comes to redirect us. His word comes to realign us. Qué bonito, hermanos, cuando su palabra viene para corregirnos, pero para, también para que no viene destrucción en nuestras vidas. Pero necesitamos estar viendo, escuchando si su palabra, si estamos uh, viendo los uh, señales, is, it, is that the way you say signs? Señales? Se, señales. Están ahí. You know, because there's signs that the word brings. You know, the word will influence, the word will come, messages will come, and sometimes we're not listening. Sometimes we're so caught up in what it is right now. We're not paying attention. Sometimes we're not, we don't even tune in. We might not be here. Uh, we might not be at church, and we're still not even watching. We're distracted. And then what happens? And then something comes in our lives, and we're like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why this is happening right now. And it's like, well, we've had five messages about this. Well, what do you mean? I, I don't know how I'm, how did I miss that? That's why I'm telling you the word is powerful, how it goes before you, how it goes with you. 
sometimes, again, our mind's just so distracted. And we got so many things. This is a mechanism of the, like Pastor used to say, this thing can be good and this thing can be bad. And unfortunately, if we can't do this and put it away, and not, then it's bad. Just think about it. How bad is it in your life? Just ask yourself that. Psalms 30, verse 2. Jehová, Dios mío, a ti clamaré y me sanaste. Oh, Lord, my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. God is good, brothers and sisters. God is good because he hears our, our cries. He hears our, our desires, our needs. He knows what we, we need before we need it. There's something that's unique about that. There's something that's unique in a moment that's of despair and walls are falling down all around you. And, and there's something that's just like to, 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 to say, okay, God, this is, you knew this was happening. You knew this was coming. You knew that this is, ha- uh, this is before the creation. So now give me the wisdom and the peace to handle. I want to trust in you, God, in this moment. There's something that's powerful about self-control, about stabilizing yourself in a moment that it's awesome. I mean, you, I've heard brothers and sisters that they might get some news and you can hear the confidence in the news that they got that that news could be discouraging. But how they're saying it, you can hear the confidence as they're finding God in, in the news. And that's the thing we must trust is that <clears throat> God has the final say. God has the final say in everything, amen? I'm going to ask the musicians to pass on up. Malachi 4, verse 2. Hermano, hace años que como 20 algo años que ahí este versículo y hablé con mi mi papá me gustó este versículo y, y cuando estábamos hablando yo hay revelación en este versículo hermanos porque podemos ver y entender que hay un nombre que está sobre todos nombres you know brothers and sisters about 20 plus years, I remember finding this verse and I was talking to my dad about it and I, I was telling him, I said, I feel like there's revelation in this verse here, you know, for who God is in our lives and how we must recognize the power of his name and that there is power in his name. And when we don't know what to say, when we don't know what to, to do, or we don't know what to believe, when we don't know We can just trust in God, trust in him. There's times, brothers and sisters, that we're so influenced by life, 
that we forget his name. Malachi 4.2 says, Mas a vosotros los que teméis mi nombre, nacerá el sol de justicia, y en sus alas traerá salud, y saldréis y saltaréis como beceros de la manada. But unto you that fear my name shall the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. Now, brothers and sisters, I don't know where you're at in your life. I don't know how you've been feeling on things, struggles that come and just moments like right now just of recovering from sicknesses and starting to gain your strength back. But I know one thing that we're in the middle of a tug of war of things that have come before us and things that are after us. And we've got to understand, brothers and sisters, that if we're not willing to grow, if we're not willing to put the work in ourselves, there's no chance for anything after us. We must finish this race that we've started, that could have been started before you. We must finish this race. But we must focus on what God has for us. Hermanos, es importante, hermanos, porque right, ahorita en nuestras vidas estamos enfocados a veces en cosas que han pasado uh, antes de nosotros y, y, y estamos enfocados en cosas que vienen después de nosotros. Pero necesitamos estar enfocados en nuestras vidas hoy. En cómo vamos a, cre cómo vamos a crecer, cómo vamos a creer más, cómo vamos a, a, a estar fundado más en la palabra de Dios. Hermanos, no es nomás de <coughs> venir a la iglesia y, y, y cantar. Es hacer la voluntad de Dios. A, a, a crecer fruto, a, a, a hacer fruto, hermano, en nuestra vida. Así se va, van a conocer por sus frutos. Why don't we stand up, brothers and sisters? Why don't we ask God to bless us and continue to guide us and lead us? Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. We ask, Father, that you and you alone, Lord, are honored and glorified in our lives, Jesus. Forgive us, Father, because there's a lot of times, Lord, that we get distracted with the things of this world. And these distractions are what pulls us from the identity of who you've called us to be, Lord. Forgive us, Father, because there should be no blame to you for things that we are being influenced by, Lord, things that we're receiving. God, give us the power to push away things, to put up things. Some of us here need to have the power just to put up our phones, disconnect from things, Father, 
because it's hurting us and our families. It's you, Jesus, that can give us the self-control that we need. Hurting our spirits, Lord, when you've called us to be greater, when you've called us to be stronger in you, Jesus. Father, I ask that you bless all my brothers and sisters here, Lord. And we're not influenced by things that came before us, Father, things that we lack, things that we needed, Lord, that it's affecting our today. And that we're not influenced, Lord, by all the pressures of tomorrow, but that we're focused on us, Lord, and the moment that we have right now with you. We can't achieve anything, Lord, if we're focused on yesterday. We can't achieve anything if we're focused on tomorrow. But what we can achieve if we're focused on the right now. Lord Jesus, I ask, Lord, that you take all the needs of my brothers and sisters here, Lord, those that are tuning in. Help them and guide them, Lord, and lead them. That you become the greatest influence in their lives, Lord Jesus. Through these scriptures, Lord, that they can trust in you. Man can say whatever it wants to. Man can try to dictate our thoughts and our opinions, Lord, but it's your word, Lord, that is, we're established by Jesus. It's your word that we're established by, Father. Thank you for your mercy, Lord. Thank you for your love and your grace for us. Thank you, Lord, for creating miracles and opportunities in our, in the, in our future, Lord. Strengthen us with that hope, Lord, to understand that Regardless of whatever said, regardless of whatever can be told to us, Lord, if it's not you that has said it, if it's not you that has spoken it, then I put my hope in you, my trust in you, Jesus. Bless this community that we live in, Lord. Bless all the members that are here, Lord, that we just continue to be wise, Lord, and be a light on a hill for the salt of this earth. Father, we ask that you protect us as we leave this place, Lord, that you remind us, Lord, of this precious word, Lord, to apply it into our lives and just to honor you, Lord, in everything. Father, I ask that we come here and prepare just to worship you and honor you. Bless those that have asked for prayer, Lord, those that couldn't make it tonight because of sicknesses. And just be with them all, Lord. We ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen.